He who fears death will never do anything worthy of a living man. But he who knows that this was the condition laid down for him at the moment of his conception will live on those terms. And at the same time, he will guarantee with a similar strength of mind that no events take him by surprise. For by foreseeing anything that can happen as though it will happen, he will soften the onslaught of all his troubles, which present no surprises to those who are ready and waiting for them, but fall heavily on those who are careless in the expectation that all will be well. So that is from Seneca, and his whole, man, his, his whole work is just full of so much stuff that, like, in terms of, like, dealing with fear, in terms of dealing with difficult times, dealing with anxiety, whatever else, I, I constantly, I probably open his work more than anything else. And the reason I'm starting off with this, and this is kind of a weird thing for me to, to approach the episode with, but basically, the last few nights, maybe the last week or so, for whatever reason, I've been attacked by all of these like very fearful thoughts like i've just i've been overwhelmed like every night i lay down and there's like a a barrage of things that come up things that i don't think about a lot things that scare me quite frankly things that bother me things that concern me things that have already happened and things that probably will happen um some things that may happen and things that definitely will happen and what's interesting is it got me thinking about fear. It got me thinking about ways to deal with fear. It got me thinking about the importance of fear. And I just, I want to talk about that for a few minutes. So first of all, fear is not a bad thing. Fear, like the, the feeling, the emotion, the actual fear, that is, that is not a bad thing. It's a, it's a survival mechanism. All of our emotions, we have them for a reason, right? Like natural selection has left us with these things because they do something for us they compel us to move they compel us to change circumstances they make our um they make our minds sharper they, they prepare us for for dangers and threats right they make us more active they make us prepare for things that could happen or they make us avoid situations that we shouldn't get into and i talk about that sometimes when we're looking at like depression and anxiety people look at it like oh my god i'm depressed like i don't want to be depressed it's like, okay, of course you don't want to be depressed. But that, that feeling is not coming up for no reason. Like there, there's something that's driving that, that feeling. And if you don't fix whatever is triggering that, then you're missing out on the signal that's being sent to your brain. And maybe there's something in your life that needs to change. Maybe there's a good reason you're depressed. Maybe there isn't. But at the same time, like you're not going to figure out how to change those things if you don't understand what the problem is. And fear is one of those things that most people, quite frankly, just don't confront. We don't face up to it. We don't deal with it. Because nine times out of 10, we don't have to. We're able to just not take that promotion opportunity. We have the option of not going out and talking to that person that we're interested in or not making that move or not um, quitting that job or not like whatever it is, like not publishing that content, whatever it is. We have the option of living in fear. And there's a million and one excuses that justify it. And that's really the dangerous thing. And it's not so much the danger of other people believing why we're doing it, but it's like the lies that we tell ourselves. Oh, I'm taking the safe option. I'm taking, I'm doing this because it makes more sense or it's, it's whatever, like I got a good thing going here. And it's like, we don't shake up the routines that we have. We don't venture out into the unknown. We don't go try to do something new that is probably gonna hurt us. Something that's gonna freak us out. Something that's gonna be dangerous. Something that's gonna hurt us potentially. Right. And we miss out on all these amazing opportunities for growth. And I don't think I'm saying anything new here when I bring this up. I'm just kind of reiterating the fact that fear is not a bad thing, but living in fear is. Being afraid 
and being fearful are two totally different things. If somebody puts a gun to your head and you don't feel fear, there's something wrong with you. Like it's, 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 you should feel fear in certain situations, but that doesn't mean that you have to act on that fear. All right. Living in fear because you spend too much time in your head worrying about like all of these possibilities, all these things that could happen. And you get obsessed with this anxiety. You get obsessed in these, these trains of thought that keep you trapped or you think about going to do something and the idea scares you. Like there's a physiological response to fear. You go into this minor fight or flight mode and you feel this emotion of fear and you think, oh, I shouldn't do it then. And uh, David Sinclair says something really cool about it. He says something about like, you know, like doubt and fear and that stuff. Like it's a normal human reaction when you're facing the unknown. It's not something to be avoided. Like just because you're feeling that insecurity, just because you're feeling that fear, that's not a reason to not do it. And I think that nine times out of 10, and a lot, a lot of times people, they, use, they feel the fear and they use that as an excuse. And maybe they don't vocalize that. Maybe they don't admit that to themselves or to other people. But that's the reason. It's like they don't go forward because they're afraid. And it's understandable, but it's not acceptable. Like we have to do better than that because the people who do push past that fear, the people that do the things that are intimidating, the things that put them out of their comfort zone, those are the ones that are successful. And maybe not at first, maybe there's a long period of dealing with that fear over and over and over again. It's, it's very rarely one time, it's very rarely one thing, but the people that are willing to put themselves out in those new territories, those are the ones that make progress. Why? Well, if you think about it, there's always a law of cause and effect. We're always under the influence of the law of cause and effect. We cannot get away from it. So if we're doing the same things every day, we're doing the same causes every day, we're gonna get the same effects every day. The only way to do anything or to get any new results is to change things up a little bit, to, to try something new. Now, the mind doesn't like that because the brain doesn't do what's good for it. The brain does what it's done before. It, it wants to keep those same familiar routines, those same habits. And so people will allow fear, the fear of the unknown, the fear of that danger, of the potential to keep them constrained in these very, very narrow limits that they live in their whole life. And maybe they get comfortable there. Maybe it's not so bad, but at the same time, you're missing out on all the potential that you have. And one of the best things that you can do is just to get comfortable with being uneasy, with being a little bit afraid. It's not a bad thing to feel that fear. If you're gonna go, like if, like if you're about to get in a fight with somebody, like I don't care how long you've trained, you get nervous, all right? I don't care how many times you've been up on stage in front of people, you still get a little bit nervous when you're public, when you're doing like a public speaking event. And uh, especially if it's a bigger crowd, like you can be very experienced, like you still get a little bit of like anxiety, okay? It's not bad to feel those things. It is bad to allow those things to stop you. Now, kind of going back a little bit to where I started this off. And I was reading, I was quoting Seneca, I was reading about the fear of death in particular. And I think that that's one that kind of keeps us um, particularly entrapped. And it, it's an interesting thing to confront. And it's one of the things that came up for me this last week. Now, don't ask me why these things have been coming up. Maybe I've been repressing it and my unconscious is saying, hey, like, you've got to stop doing that. Whatever it is. But death is one of the things that came up. And my first reaction is, I think, what most people's reaction is, which is to try to uh, ignore it and avoid it try to look the other way and like, oh, okay, well, I just need to wait a little while, this will pass. Or I don't wanna think about that right now. And I was thinking about it, I was like, wait, no, 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 like, I don't wanna live like that. I don't want to live in fear of death. And as much as I tell myself that I kind of know what's next, I, I don't know, and I know that I don't know. So I don't want to live with this anxiety of always 
looking ahead and knowing like I'm probably going to die and spending all this time ignoring that or spending all this time trying to run from it. Because if I do it there, I'm going to do it in other places as well. It starts with that one thing, but it's definitely going to show up in other areas of my life. So I decided, okay, cool. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to actually confront this fear. I'm actually going to allow this to be felt and I'm going to see what comes of it. And what I got from that was if, for a second, it was a very intense, like, magnification of that fear and i was just kind of allowing the image of like what death would be like and what what happened though was very interesting because as soon as i embraced that fear it disappeared it left i was like well hold on a second like i want to actually process that like i don't feel like i did and i kept trying to bring it back but it's every time i, I thought of it as soon as i did the, the feeling left because that's all it needed it just needed that one little moment that one bit of acceptance that one acknowledgement saying like I, I see you, like, I understand this, like, I feel this way and it's okay. Because that's not going to stop me from living my life. That's not going to stop me from doing the things that I want to do. And I want that attitude to carry into everything. I don't want it to be in any one thing. And it's very important to check, like, what are you repressing? What memories, what thoughts, what ideas come up in your mind, especially late at night, and you try to look the other way. You try to ignore it because it's painful. It's uncomfortable. It makes you afraid. It makes you feel not so good about yourself. It's important to go through that process. And it just, it got me thinking about Seneca again. Um, I promise I read other philosophers, but I quote him the most. I think he's the most accessible. There's a few more quotes in here that I want to share with you guys real quick. Um, these are some of my favorites, just regardless, but I'm revisiting them. So one is often a very old man has no other proof of his long life than his age. And I love that because I know so many people who have been around for a while and they're, they're in their later years and they're looking forward to retirement. And they, do, they haven't really done anything. And it's like most of them have families. And I think that that's a huge accomplishment. I think that's a great thing. I'm not, I'm not putting that down. But at the same time, it's like you look at these people and you realize they stayed in that lane the whole life. They stayed on the path of least resistance. They took the easy option. They took the safe option. They worked sometimes. Sometimes they, they worked really hard. And they worked for a long time. And they, they did things that they didn't want to do. And it's not that they're like not pushing themselves as people, but they're not pushing themselves more than they have to. It's a necessity kind of thing. And they didn't take the risks that allowed them to go experience new things that they wanted to experience. And I see that all the time where they just kind of have this mentality that they've given up. And I hate that. And I see that with the young people too. And it drives me insane. And I think that it comes down to the fear because you don't do the little things that scare you. Well, you're not going to do the big things that scare you either. And when you make a habit of going out there and confronting those little things that bother you, whether that's something physically in the world, whether that's something inside of your own mind, for example, the thought of death coming up, the thought of maybe being alone for a long stretch of time, like maybe if you're single and you're kind of upset about that, um, that can be disconcerting to think about and you kind of just hope that you find somebody, right? Or maybe you hope that, well, maybe I'll die later on. And what's interesting is I started talking about this with people as well, some, of the, some people that are much older than me, and I mentioned this, and they're like, you didn't know you were gonna die? I'm like, obviously, I know I'm going to die, but it's like it doesn't hit you not like all the day. It doesn't hit you like just constantly throughout the day. It's something that will come in waves sometimes. And I think it didn't even ever really hit me until I was like 24. And it, it just kind of occurred to me one day. It's like, I know that I'm going to die, obviously. But it just it comes in with that emotional impact. And it's, it's real all of a sudden. Like it means something that it resonates with you. And I think that as uncomfortable as it is, the kind of the point of like why I'm bringing this up is that now that I've dealt with it, at least for now, now that I've, I've processed it, now that I allow myself to kind of come to terms with the things that I fear, which one of them is death, 
it has very much shifted my attitude. It has very much shifted my behavior and the way that I feel about myself. Like my confidence has changed this last week. It really has. And it's, it's a weird thing to say that such a subtle thing, that such like that little moment where I was just laying in bed and I was kind of thinking about like, what if I grow old and die alone? Like, is that such a bad thing? Can I handle that? And it's like, yeah, of course I can. I, that's not really what I want, but it's like, it, it's, it's something that I, that I can handle. And then I was thinking about the moment of death. I was like, oh, that freaks me out. I don't want to think about that. And then stop and make yourself actually, no, no, no. I need to process this. And that one little moment like has completely shifted my attitude for the entire week. That's crazy, right? But that's significant. It's important. It's important that you stand up to the things that you fear, even if they're inside of your head. All right. And that's kind of the point that I'm driving at. The, the idea that like you, you want to live to the fullest. And if you allow fear to control you, which it will, if you give it the room to, it will control you. You're not going to live your life to the fullest. You're not going to have the experiences that you are meant to have because that's what life is. You're put here for a reason. You're put here to experience it. And I don't think, I don't really think that people are put here for one reason, like one specific task that we have to do. I think that we're put here for the opportunity to experience a multitude of things that we get to, to see like all the different sides, all the different angles, all the different multiple perceptions. And it's like, it's this kaleidoscope of experiences that you take the human experience all together and you lump it in and see like all these different people have done all these different things. Nobody's going to be the same. And that's what makes it beautiful, I think. And if you don't pursue those experiences because you're afraid, because they're difficult, because you know that's going to make you uncomfortable, because you're worried about what people think of you, because you're worried that you're not going to have enough money at the end of the year, it's like you're really robbing yourself of your true value, of your the true meaning of life, you know? And I've always been the kind of person I, I want to have the experiences, like the experience matters more than anything. I've always wanted to be the guy, like the older guy with like the crazy stories. And like looking back, and it's like, I don't care how much money I made. I care what I did. I care how much like life I lived, right? So that's, I think that that's very important to, to reiterate. So I wanted to bring it up. I got one more quote in here. Let me try to find it. Okay. Yeah. So this last quote is related to the other one. It says, unless you regard anything that can happen as bound to happen, you give adversity a power over you which the man who sees it first can crush. And just to bring it back, it's like, if you don't think about your death, if you don't think about the things that scare you, whatever that is, that could be a confrontation with your coworkers, with your boss, with your significant other. It could be the fact that you don't have a significant other, or maybe you're with the wrong one. It could be your career options. It could be changing careers. It could be maybe you're in the wrong industry, the wrong, like whatever it is. If you don't think about these things, if you don't prepare for them, if you just hope for the best, well, you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. And again, it's not news to anybody to say this, but it's something that we probably don't think about enough. And it's important to allow, like, when those fearful thoughts come up, let them come up. Let them show you what they need to show you. When you hide from them, then you're repressing things, first of all. So you're creating that shadow self, which we talk about all the time. Um, that's definitely no good. But at the same time, you're also just robbing yourself of the ability to live life to the fullest. So that was the message for today, guys. Um, thank you for listening. Good luck. And as always, head to my website, head to my social media if you guys want to connect with me. Have a good one.